Hi, and welcome to the Theme Park Trainer Podcast with your hosts, Ryan and Dan. Hello. This week is a Disney World reopening special. Yes, we have everything. We're going to be talking about Splash Mountain. We're going to be co- talking about the parks reopening. And we're going to be talking about Duckgate. <laughs> <laughs> All the big hitters. All the big hitters of the week. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic. Right, so this week, uh, well, literally yesterday for the majority of people, but in terms of reopening, Disney started cast member previews at the beginning of last week. Yeah. We had annual pass holder previews Wednesday, Thursday, I believe that it was. And right. Several of the team from Inside the Magic were there for annual pass holder days. Okay, okay. There were several bloggers, and I'm pleased to say that Inside the Magic were not one of them, who basically must have bought uh, passes from cast members, because there were plenty of news outlets there on the cast member preview, preview days. Oh, okay, now, yeah, yeah. Cast members can bring a guest, but the likelihood of them bringing a semi-famous blogger slash blogger, I think is quite unlikely. Um, so I think there may have been some payouts. I'm not suggesting that they were. I am suggesting that they were, but I've got no proof of it. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like they kind of probably were. Yeah. <laughs> so, but from what I gathered, it all went very well. And obviously Disney reopened Animal Kingdom and Magic Kingdom on Saturday with Epcot and Hollywood Studios opening. Where are we now? What date is it today? It's the 15th they open. Is it the 12th today? It's Wednesday, yeah. yeah. Wednesday. Right, okay. Yeah. And the big thing that people have been talking about is not the reopening of the parks, but Duckgate. Yeah, that's quite a big thing, wasn't it? I, I, I don't know. I can't remember when that happened. It was before Saturday. Was, was it cast member or was it? No. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, it was definitely a cast member because there were thousands of people calling for her to be fired. Oh, really? Ah, okay. I did see somebody saying about that they worked with them or something like that. But mm. I did, again, I wasn't sure whether that was because they were a cast member or whether it was because they just also, they happen to know who the person was. Yeah, yeah. so what's funny is I, I actually believe somewhere, if I can search, I have the, the person's Twitter handle. I'm not going to share the person's Twitter handle because I, I don't think that's really fair. But I do have a, a statement. What, so from, the, from the person? From the person, yeah. Right, I, okay. It's hilarious. So I guess I guess to to give people a background of what happened here, 
Um, someone, let's let's for the sake of the, the story, call them Daffy. Okay, I thought you were going to go Karen. Okay. Oh, we can't really call her Dar- uh, Daffy because she she was a female. Let's call her um, Karen. Yes, let's call her Karen. <laughs> she basically picked up a duck in the Magic Kingdom, did a TikTok video, um, not really doing anything, just picking the duck up and as far as I understand it, moving it. But she was also pictured with other cast members posing for a photo where they took their masks off, which okay, which break Disney rules. Yeah. So everyone was kicking off more, more about the duck than the mask uh, rules. <laughs> and she temporarily disabled her Twitter because that's the classic Diz Twitter thing to do. Yeah, yeah. And then she came back with a, a statement on, uh, on Facebook, which I will read. Okay, I will read. Uh, not really sure how to start this, but yeah, I'm the Disney duck girl <laughs> who picked up a duck at Magic Kingdom the other day. If you haven't seen it, I've attached a video below that everyone is losing their minds trying to get me fired over. I'm sorry. In the moment, I thought I was helping the duck. Children more, uh, children more towards the castle were engaged in seemingly harmless actions that were actually harmful to the duck. I'm not here to parent. I just wanted to help the animal and the duck wouldn't move when we tried shooing it away. I have raised ducks every year since I was eight years old, and I know a lot about them, including how to hold them and the necessary health precautions to take after handling the animal. I took it on myself to scoop him up and walk him away. Since people have been releasing my private information, most of you know by now that I'm a Disney lifeguard and that my middle initial is, I'm not going to say that. Those who are lifeguards know you act fast when something isn't right. In the war scene, I guess, but I'm not sure yeah. a duck in the Magic Kingdom. Anyway. Yeah, I think that's out of your juris- jurisdiction. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Land non-human. Yes. No, that's not a check. As someone who grew up around animals, fostering them, saving a variety of baby wildlife, they had to be baby, didn't they? Of course, yeah. Heck, my, my, my mom has been president of our local shelter for years. I saw it important to step in immediately before the duck was further in a situation that was detrimental to its health. I know that policy is to wait for animal control and in hindsight I should have notified a cast member and gone through the proper channels to get animal control involved instead of involving myself. I admit that I should not have touched the duck and posted a video of it as well. It was wrong. I know, I know that now. It was not my personal duck to pick up like mine back home. <laughs> <laughs> I realise that now. I'm sorry that I acted... Uh, um, I've lost it because it's on a separate page. Sorry that I acted in the moment. Although I could have reported it to a cast member and let them deal with it as I should have, I didn't consider this because of all the times I have seen guests feeding wildlife at Disney that they should not have. I also did not want to bother anyone with everything just opening up and everything being pretty, pretty chaotic with the new situation. I did make a mistake and I'm getting a ton of hate regarding my looks, my personality, and I'm getting stalked on every social media platform. People releasing my private information and spreading lies about me. The lie that hurts the most is that I abuse animals because all I've ever wanted to do in life is protect them and stand against any form of animal abuse. Everyone is quick to cancel me for this, but in the end, I simply wanted to help the duck. No harm was done to him in the end. I simply put him down and walked away. I acknowledged that I messed up, and even though it was out of love, I shouldn't have touched the duck. Side note, people are posting photos of me with my mask down during my Magic Kingdom visit as well. I pulled it down for approximately three seconds for a photo and two seconds in a video to breathe in the 100 degree Florida humidity. This was wrong. I personally do not think I'm above public health and recognise now that even I wasn't near other people, I should have kept my mask on. And moving forward, I'll be more adherent to mask guidelines. 
I don't know how else to say sorry. If I could undo these things, I would. <laughs> I mean, it's an interesting one because obviously, you know, it, how much was she trying to, do you believe she was trying to help the duck? Maybe she was, but yeah. in the video, she's holding the duck. She's not walking when she's holding the duck. And there's right. a guy that comes over with his mask off. He quickly puts it on as he approaches the camera. <laughs> and they're all kind of like clowning around it. Like, it doesn't really look like she's doing a great deal to help the duck there. Mm, that's the thing, isn't it? You think if she is trying to help the duck, well, just help, yeah, just help the duck. Don't, don't sort of hold it. You know, you're, if she's, she's standing there posing for picture, pictures and videos and things like that, you're obviously not helping the duck that much, are you? You're kind of no, exploiting I'm, the duck. But it's, it's just like, yeah, it feels a bit defense, conflicted, doesn't it? In her defence, she does appear to be holding a duck correctly. Like that is, yeah. I've done a lot of duck research this week, and that is, <laughs> that is how you're supposed to hold a duck. Yeah, no, I can understand. It did look like not that I know, you know, how you're supposed to hold a duck, but it looked like a, a sensible way to hold a duck, didn't it? Yeah. Um, but but yeah, it feels a little bit weird. Like maybe she maybe she generally genuinely was trying to help the duck, but at the same time. You, she shouldn't have been like videoing it and taking photos of that's, it and that that's that's the issue i think yeah, yeah. and then the other thing that's happened this week is um a vlogger was videoing herself walking through a couple of stores she was like oh we've just been to um first aid i've started to feel unwell i've been vomiting but, but, but you saw this as well i did see this yeah um got a bit of a sore throat um this this was yesterday, wasn't yesterday. it? Yesterday, as in uh, as in the day when everything reopened. Yeah, cast members recommended that she go to the hospital. Yeah, she didn't, and in the video said that she's going to be back at Animal Kingdom yesterday, which was Sunday. Uh, today for us, and you think, what are you doing? Like th this is why yeah. I'm not comfortable going to Magic Kingdom right now. Mm. Like, let's let's pretend in a, in a world that I could get on a plane safely and travel to Florida safely. Yeah. Th those kind of people, that's why you can't go to a park right now. People cannot be trusted. But she is demonstrating clear symptoms of coronavirus. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, oh, I'm sure it's fine. That's the, that's the thing. There's, I, I, did, I read, some, read some of the comments from people, and some people are saying it's, it was a nut allergy. And other people were saying, well, yes, she has a nut allergy, but then she took some Benadryl. And and, and it, and it yeah. didn't help at all. And so you think, well, yeah, maybe it's not enough allergy. So there's all kinds of conflicting things. But yeah, regardless of whether you've got COVID or not, or whether, you know, even if it's just an illness, why are you going to a theme park? If you're ill, why are you going to a theme park? Doesn't, yeah. It doesn't matter whether it's COVID or not. Like you're spreading some kind, you're potentially spreading some kind of illness to other people. It's not responsible, is it? Just because you're on your holiday, you know, it, it's not a responsible thing to do. Not. I mean, she's, she's, she's clearly a Floridian. So, right. you know, just wait two weeks to go. Yeah, yeah. And no, you can completely agree that, you know, people like that is why you can't really, you can't trust the public, can you? Because one thing they'll lie about this, they'll lie about symptoms and all this sort of stuff, don't they? Um, yeah. Just because they want to they wanna go to what, they don't want to do the thing that they want to do. Screw everyone else, basically. Yeah. So those are the two, I guess those are the two big things that's happened this week. Obviously we've seen, I've seen a lot of pictures where people aren't sticking to social distancing guidelines in Magic Kingdom as well. Right. Okay. Which concerns me. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I know people, the people that I do know that have been to the parks felt quite safe. Right, okay. Which is great. But I also know they're only cleaning ride vehicles. And this, this isn't true of every attraction, but for the ones where they were asked, every two hours. Right, okay. Now that seems quite unacceptable to me. Yeah, it doesn't seem that frequent, does it? Considering, given that there's a pandemic. But... And this is Peter Pan's <laughs> flight. So how many people go through Peter Pan's flight in two hours? Quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. On the individual cars, it's, yeah. Yeah. Quite a lot. And you'll be, ha- like, touching all the touching all the things, but, you know, on the bars. And yeah, it, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So you think two hours is not enough? Definitely. No, no, no. It doesn't, doesn't feel frequent enough, does it, really? Um, I mean, you know, I think we're probably both of the opinion that Disney probably shouldn't have really opened at this point. Well, no. I mean, when you, I mean, we're talk, talking before we started recording. Mm. Florida is now the epicenter for coronavirus on, in the entire planet. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. And, and, and you're opening theme parks. Yeah, it, does, it doesn't seem to make any sense, does it? You know, obviously when the likes of Universal and Legoland and Bush Gardens or SeaWorld, well, SeaWorld well, yeah. yeah, they all opened at the beginning of June and, you know, at the beginning of June, the numbers were lower. Um, but then obviously two, three weeks later, they started spiking again. And you would have thought that Disney would look and say, you know, maybe we'll hold off for a little bit longer because clearly something's happening here. Um, and yes, deaths hadn't been going up, but they have started seeing numbers increasing over the last two or three days. Yes. Com- and you know, c- yeah. There's several Florida ICUs, I think five plus now, that are now full with coronavirus patients. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's when the deaths start happening. Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly, isn't it? It's the... The, the cases increase and then two to three weeks later you start seeing the deaths increase because obviously it takes a it, it takes a bit of time um to affect people um, yeah and actually i had a friend of mine send me who who's never been to disney world but has been to disneyland paris he sent right. me the um the video of which i'd seen obviously the video of disney's basically welcome back video with all the cast members in masks saying welcome welcome home welcome back you know that kind of thing and his message literally just said um dude this is so effed up i'm not going to swear on this show um like how i know it's money and all but welcome home uh he says it's honestly the worst thing i've seen in years it doesn't make you feel safe at all it's just everything is fine ignore the mask it's okay dinosaurs are not going to eat your face um So there's someone that has been to a Disney park, hasn't been to Disney World, and is seeing that video just going, if I go there, I could get ill and die. Yeah, yeah. No, no, it's, it's, it's completely fair, isn't it? Like, you, you can understand that, obviously, they, they need to reopen to, you know, start making some money back and that sort of things. But, you know, considering when they closed in March... Um, you know, cases were relatively low. Now they're through the roof in Florida and they've decided now is a safe time to reopen. Like, how does that, how does that make any sense? Yeah, it is a very, very odd decision and it does feel very selfish of Disney who I think throughout the whole process have handled the, the treatment of their staff very poorly. You know, there's been several reports of payments to cast members still not coming through from when the pandemic right. started. Um, and I think as a, as a company overall, Disney are in big trouble. 
not just because of the parks being shut for three months, but also because of movie production, TV production being yeah. uh, sports not happening as well. ESPN is a huge part of Disney Disney's network. Like none of that is happening as an entertainment business. They have nothing to go on at the minute. And I think yeah, Disney yeah. Plus is a great example of that where you look at what's coming to the UK version in July and it's nothing outside of Hamilton, which is, is, is done great numbers to increase subscribers. But if you're a big fan of Hamilton, you're not sticking around for longer than a month because you can watch it once or twice, job done. Yeah. Um, and I think as a company, they're in trouble. They're in big trouble. Yeah, that's the thing. They've lost pretty much all of their revenue stream. Well, most of their revenue streams really, haven't they? Yeah. Um, largely, particularly their biggest ones. Um, you know, I, th- I still feel that they could have done more in terms of the films. Like they could have released Mulan digitally. Yes. And they could have made some money from that. I mean, those Maybe mar- not those as much movies. as they would have done in the cinema. But if you're waiting, you know, because I think it's now scheduled to come out in August, I think, isn't it? I'm not watching it. No, exactly. I'm not going exactly. to cinema. No way am I going to cinema. Exactly. Even if the cinemas are open and they release the film in August, they're not going to see as much uh, as much revenue as they as they would do. They probably it wouldn't surprise me if they would have seen more revenue had they released it digitally back in May when it was due to come out. Well, look at Onward. Where Onward, I think, is a good example of that, where it started to be released as people were still going to the cinema. Then obviously lockdown happened and it lost. Um, lost all its numbers yeah i mean if in my opinion and i'm very opinionated and anyone listens to the show will know that if you're taking your child or your family to a cinema in august september october that doesn't doesn't matter for me right now based on the numbers in the uk the numbers in the us if you're going to a cinema with your family i think you're an idiot <laughs> i mean you know I, I just think it's is it worth it to see a film like you can just wait yeah. until it comes out is it really what is mulan really worth it yeah. Um, you know, the CDC, the um, who, who, all the scientists are basically saying this thing is airborne. So if yeah. one person has coronavirus, whether or not they're wearing a mask, it only minimizes the risk. And they it doesn't, it doesn't completely eliminate the risk. Especially not it? indoors. Yeah. For two and a half hours. Yeah. And they've got it. Then the chances are people in that cinema have also got it because every cinema has an aircon system. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just think Disney's not going to make money from Mulan. I'd be very surprised if it did. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I agree. I think um, I think they should have released it digitally. Um, I would have happily and... paid £10 to watch it. Yeah, no, I would have done as well. Like, release it on, release it on whatever service. Make it, a, make it a paid thing on top of... If, if, release it on Disney+, Plus, but make it a paid extra. Yeah. I think, I think a lot of people still would have bought it. I mean, for um, me, the only reason they've released Hamilton on Disney+, Plus and not theatrically next year is because disney plus has no content yeah yeah no exactly exactly which i don't which i don't think to be fair i don't think coronavirus would have helped it no i don't think what i'm trying to say is i don't think coronavirus would have made a difference with that because obviously they've you know disney plus only launched well for us beginning of this year march wasn't it just as we went into lockdown yes yeah and so you think you know that obviously production takes a long time for these for these shows and things like that so if anything was at the point of being just, you know, post-production, post-production presumably is still going on. Well, like um, Mandalorian season two is still, ha- is still coming out in October. Right. Yeah. That's the thing. If they've already filmed the acting 
as well. Yeah, if it's just the visual effects that are being done, that can still be that work can still be deemed being done. Yeah. So you think you know? I don't think necessarily that the, this pandemic has had a big effect on Disney Plus content at the moment. It probably will for like year next two. Year. Yeah, yeah, next year because everything that they were filming this year, due to come out for next year, has all been affected. Yeah, the pla- the platform, and I know we we I will get back to the theme parks in a second, but the platform itself, I think, is is a fantastic collection of Disney archived content. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, it's terrible. There there is nothing on there. I mean, I'm I'm I still think it's worth the money for me personally because I'm watching The Simpsons on there. There's no other way where I can watch The Simpsons for fifty pounds a year and watch yeah. all thirty seasons pretty much of of the show. It's got old Ducktales. It's got new Ducktales. Um, I watched Frozen 2 on it, which I hadn't seen at the cinema. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched Toy Story 4, which I hadn't seen at the cinema. I watched Onward, which I hadn't seen at the cinema. So for me, it's been worth the money. And Mandalorian as well. Um, and the Imagineering story. But <laughs> uh, after that, I mean, this next year is, is the real key. Because you know, when my subscription comes back for renewal in March, yeah. am I going to renew it for 12 months? Probably not. Um, because there's nothing on there and you know one division is going to be i'll watch that in like a couple of days probably you yeah know, it's an eight episode max show yeah so, and that's the thing isn't it it's um you know at the moment because i'm subscribing um on a month by month basis um so i didn't go for the full year up front um and yeah once i've once i've rinsed through the content that i want to um what's is there an incentive to keep my subscription probably not yeah this is it and there's been rumors that disney are going to be releasing a star wars show onto the platform every quarter right okay but then that may not happen for a little while yet because of the obviously pandemic yeah 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 so i think in two three years the platform will be great but yeah it doesn't seem like they put and and when they when you saw the level of spending they put into new shows compared to netflix and prime Mm -hmm. they are miles behind miles yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah so i think it's really interesting to see i think subscribers is going to drop fairly quickly yeah i think they'll drop over time and maybe they'll pick up later on when they start introducing new content you know once they get ex- if they if they put on some more exclusive shows original shows um then yeah you'll see like boosts bursts of um subscriptions coming coming oh, back yeah. and things like that when you... you've got the big hit- hitters like marvel and, and star wars those are going to bring in lots of people um yeah and as you said, I think releasing Mulan on there would, would do the same. I think, really, I, to be honest, I've got no interest in going to a cinema until there are zero cases of coronavirus in the UK or there's a cure. Mm. I, I'm, it's one of those places like I can accept that I have to go to food shopping and maybe I have to put a mask on there, but I don't need to sit in a cinema for two and a half hours and watch a film. Yeah, exactly, isn't it? I think that, that's kind of... to to circle it back to the parks that's what a lot of people are saying that from tweets that i was looking at yesterday they were like they were like oh yeah disney's really safe disney's really safe and everything like that you know i feel safer at disney than i do at my grocery store yeah it's like well yes that may be the case and i think disney have done relatively good job of of introducing safety measures and things like that but it doesn't change the fact that it's a non-essential thing yeah exactly in in, in a state where there were eleven and a half thousand new cases the other day in one day um you know it is non-essential grocery store is essential 
And there are ways that you can kind of limit contact and things like that in, in your supermarket and things like that. Um, but that is an essential thing because you need food. Going yeah. to Disney is not. So you're, thereby you're increasing your risk. Yeah. Regardless of how safe you feel, there is still a risk. Yeah, I think so. And I, and I do think Disney has done a good job with doing the best they can in, a, in the world of coronavirus. But in terms of these parks making money, yeah. I can't see it. I can't see how they're making money. Like there were rumored to be, for the annual pass holder days, 7,000 people in the Magic Kingdom. Right, okay. The park is not operating at a profit at that rate. You wouldn't have thought so, would you? Considering, obviously, on a, you know, typically the maximum capacity of Disney is expected to be about 100,000. For Magic Kingdom, yeah. Yeah, and the, I think they did, they, did we read recently that the average daily capacity, or the, no, not capacity, the average daily guest count is around 50,000? Yeah, I think so. Uh, and so you think, yeah, if they're if they're operating with only seven thousand people in the park, yeah, the amount of the amount of staff that they would still need, regardless. Well, I think um, I think the other thing is for when it opened properly yesterday, I think that again Disney haven't confirmed anything, but I think people were assuming like max twenty thousand. Right. So, but even at that, they're, they're still going to be operating at a loss. I'm fairly confident in that. Yeah, you would. You, I mean, you would. You would have thought so because um, you However, thought they need a lot of people coming through the gates they are making I think the reason Disney is still afloat is <laughs> is all these people that are now buying Splash Mountain merchandise yeah yeah which has been absolutely incredible seeing people with bags and bags of um, Splash Mountain cuppy toys yeah Funko Pops like it's been crazy yeah I it's quite surprising isn't it for an um, attraction yeah. But it's not going anywhere, in my opinion, until at least 2022. Yeah, no, exactly. I would agree. Like, they're not going to close it. They're not going to close it before the 50th. No. Because, oh, they, for one thing, they won't want it closed for the 50th. And two, I can't see them closing it now because it will probably take quite a long time. A couple of years, to, I think. Yeah, to probably make the changes they want to make, that yeah. they need to make. Um, and the fact that, Probably they haven't got all the designs done yet, despite them claiming that they've been so, thinking about it for the last this year. Is, this is the other thing. So I'm going to read a quote. So um, Josh uh, Demaro, who is now in charge of Disney Parks, uh, yeah. everyone thinks he's like he's basically like the silver fox of the of the Disney executive team. <laughs> everyone loves him, you know. But there we go. Uh, so. CNN asked him, Disney announced it would be retheming Splash Mountain into The Princess and the Frog from the controversial Song of the South. What role did the Black Lives Matter protests and conversations about race in recent weeks have in influencing the timing of this announcement? So Josh says, we actually have been working on it for well over a year. In fact, I was part of those conversations over a year ago. Listen, our stories evolve all the time. I mean, back from when Walt started Disneyland back in 1955, he stated that if we continue to evolve our stories, that they're never ending and that they'll always be contemporary. And I think that's what you're seeing with Splash Mountain. I am actually going to go on record to say, I think that he's lying. I think that the entire yeah. Disney team are lying. I don't think they had this planned at all and, until the, B, the BLM movement. Yeah. I mean, it would, it would surprise me if it had actually been in the, in the works for the last year. You look at the concept art and, the talent that these Imagineers and concept art um, concept artists have, bearing in mind they're all going to be working from home, it's going to mm -hmm. take a couple of days to put that concept art together. Yeah. Um, I don't believe 
maybe they had a conversation about it maybe but i don't think the plan was there at all until this movement happened and they yeah, started I, to get questions about the attraction yeah i think i think as you say may, maybe it was mentioned you know maybe it had been discussed who knows um i would doubt it but i think certainly the the whole um black lives matter movement has expedited any plans that they might have had dramatically yeah i just i just don't believe that they had this planned at all i think what's no. interesting is the choice to use that particular movie and disneyland makes complete sense because mm-hmm. you have the the wonderful um new orleans themed area already yeah. and it would flow it flows perfectly into splash mountain um, mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. it is now and i think the re-theme there makes a lot of logistical sense in Walt Disney World, I think it's going to be quite tricky. I, I don't understand how the theme is going to fit in Frontierland at all, unless they completely retheme Frontierland. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. It, like, unless unless they're not going to theme it to the land. Well, I mean, in in terms of in terms of like they're going to try and keep it separate or something like that. But yeah, are you thinking like renaming the land sort of thing? I don't think they'll do that. But I just think yeah. if you put if you put New Orleans into and you've got wild you've got literally thunder mountain next door mm. literally next to where the attract you queue for the attraction is big thunder mountain <laughs> i don't get it i don't get the theme at all and, and I, it's not to say that i don't think that this is a positive change because you know the attraction was yes the attraction had characters that are based on characters from song of the south but it was never really based on the movie now i do get I think I share the concerns that people have about the attraction and I have nothing against it changing. Yeah. Um, I've been writing it since I was a kid. So there's a bit of nostalgia there and I never watched I never, it I never, South until I was probably a teenager. So yeah, I've, I've been writing I've, it for years before that. Yeah. I've never, I've never watched Song of the, Song of the South um, and I've never associated it with as being a racist ride and having racist undertones and all this sort of all this, all this sort of thing. Um, not to say, you know, I think, I think it's a positive change because I think if, if people do associate it with that, then it's a positive thing to change that. Yes. Um, I, I personally never have because I've never seen Song of, the South, Song of the South, so I've never really associated with that. Um, but yeah, I, not to say it's not a positive change. Yeah, I, I think so. I think it's definitely a positive change. I just don't understand how the theme is going to work in Magic Kingdom. Mm, yeah no i know i do i do know what you mean i do know what you mean yeah it, it would feel a bit out of place if it was next to big thunder where it is next to big thunder um and if they if it's still classed as Frontierland, i think if you if the only way i can see them doing it is if you if you re-theme everything from pirates of the caribbean to the bridge where you see splash mountain mm-hmm because if you if if that's kind of rethemed to that kind of area, including Pecos Bill as well, around the other side, if you right. retheme Pecos Pecos Bill to a kind of New Orleans style restaurant or something, then I think it could work. But it, you still have the issue where Big Thunder Mountain is a Wild West attraction, and it's sat yeah. right next to somewhere that has never been the Wild West. <laughs> I think um, I don't think they will retheme anything. I think they're just going to retheme the attraction and just throw yeah. theming out of the window. I mean, as Disney have have continued to do over the last few years. 
yeah i think i think that's what i think that's what they'll do to be fair um because i mean for one thing they're not going to want to spend they essentially they're going to want to spend as little money as possible on this because they yeah, kind of the need that's yeah. what's surprising about this is what money does disney have to spend on this yeah <laughs> well i mean they've cancelled their epcot project some of their epcot plans haven't they yeah um but yeah i mean they kind of they've kind of been not forced into it but kind of forced into it to, to a degree haven't they like any plans that they may or may not have had have definitely been as i said before expedited by by the movement um so they kind of have to do it and the fact that they've announced it now anyway um but yeah i mean i've forgotten what my original point was <laughs> the theming <laughs> yeah i think they'll try and do it on a on a budget because yeah. they don't have they don't have the money to to do it essentially and they do need to do it but they don't really have the money to play about with it it feels like what they're going to do certainly based on the concept art is the actual ride system and log the log the actual ride vehicle yeah. will remain exactly the same yeah i think they're going to by the looks of it they're going to swap out the top structure and put a tree in there and, and a boat and they'll replace the animatronics on the inside now how yeah. good those animatronics will be given the, the budget that they probably have who knows and mm. obviously they do have the positive here in that they've got three different splash mountains that they could potentially apply this to this one in disneyland one in disney world and one in japan the yeah. one they haven't announced changes to japan yet but i wouldn't be surprised if they if they did do it at some point yeah yeah i suppose the thing is with japan it's not owned fully by them is it so yeah um but yeah you would have you would have thought all three of them would change potentially um makes you wonder whether whether um japan wants a slightly different theme to stand out from the rest yeah potentially potentially because they're they're known for that um uh but yeah i think and yeah i think you're completely right like it makes you wonder what they're going to do about the animatronics because obviously the animatronics that are in place in splash mountain at the moment presumably are pretty old you know they're probably maybe they're not the original ones i don't know maybe they are maybe they aren't they kind of look like they are they, some of them certainly could be. Um, so it makes you wonder whether they're going to reuse those. You'd like to hope that they wouldn't. You'd like to hope that they would do new animatronics. But as you say, that comes with additional cost and everything like that and a lot of time that it takes to, to build those. Um, I mean, presumably they're going to have to... Don't, they, don't the log, the actual flumes, don't they have the briar rabbit on them? They do, yeah, they do. I think, so they're going to have to like retheme those to a degree they'll probably keep them as logs but they'll probably have to re um cover be like them. the uh, mercedes badges they just just rip it off <laughs> yeah. probably it's just a sticker on the down. front it's just a sticker they'll just like get a hairdryer heat it up <laughs> peel it off they'll just sand it down and be like oh yeah whatever <laughs> yeah like <laughs> ultra like cost saving yeah <laughs> Don't touch the front; you might get a splinter. Yeah. But yeah, I I, I think to, to be honest, you know, I totally get the reason for a change. I'm interested yeah. to see what Disney does with, do with it. Um, it's not one of my favourite Disney animated movies, if I'm being honest. Um, I don't know if I've seen it all the way through. But you know, I think it was the last main Disney animated movie that was hand drawn. Oh, was it? Okay. I do need to watch it because I haven't seen it all the way through. I've seen like bits of it on telly. It's been a while since I've seen it. Yeah. 
So I, I, I also need to rewatch it. I get, I get the, um, the need to do it. I'm kind of on board with the change. It makes sense. But yeah. I, I, my main concern is how the theming of Frontierland is going to be. I mm. think theming is in Magic Kingdom is almost perfect at the minute. It does feel very like I'm walking into Adventureland and actually mm-hmm. I can't see anything else going on from when I'm in Adventureland other than Jungle Cruise or Pirates or, I mean, Aladdin's a bit of an odd fit, I think, but yeah, you know, Tomorrowland very much feels like its own unique area. And mm-hmm. I think I'm interested to see, if at all, how they handle me walking from New Orleans to Wild West. And that's going to be a tricky one to balance. I think Disneyland, as I said, is less of a problem. Um, and I, yeah, I've got no concerns or issues of them changing the attraction. It's more, how is the music going to change as I'm walking through? And I do yeah. look at this probably more, with more of an eye than a lot of people do. I mean, most people won't <laughs> care. I yeah. do care about theming in the parks. Yeah, no, I mean, that's, it's, a fair, it's a fair concern, isn't it? Like, yeah, it could well look out of place in, in, in Disney World. Could easily look out of place. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting to see where that goes. Um, and I think I don't think there's anything else we wanted to discuss today, unless I've forgotten something. No? I mean, I guess we didn't really touch too much on the people that are buying the merchandise. Yes, the, the eBay sellers. Yes, yeah. Um, I mean, I think they were all annual pass holders, right? Because this all came out before yesterday. Um, there were pictures over, over yes, a couple of days, were, yeah. weren't there, um, of people walking out with essentially big bin bags full of plushes and things like that. Um, which that seemed to be the big thing they were buying, didn't it? The plushes. Yeah. And, and the Disney has, has actually come out and said, these things aren't limited edition. Yeah. Are, we are making more. Yeah. And as I said, the attraction isn't going anywhere anytime soon. But yeah. People are yeah. buying them on, on eBay. Yeah. I don't know why. Why, why are people buying them for like $140 for a, for a, for a plush they've been the same plushes that have been on sale for years and years yeah and now suddenly because they've announced that the ride is going to be rethemed everyone wants a plush for some reason like um, i kind of would understand if it was like a splash mountain um closing t-shirt like the great movie ride or you know there was merchandise yeah. specific to that but this is yeah. the basic splash mountain stuff and the other day the the queue for the store had to, to implement a virtual line <laughs> and it was the bu- it was the busiest, quote unquote, I guess, untr- attraction at yeah. Magic Kingdom. <laughs> it's just crazy, isn't it? You think these people haven't been to the parks in months because they haven't been open. Mm. And the first thing that they do is go to the Splash Mountain store, buy a load of plushes and then walk out. And then leave. Yeah. But, so this is what, interesting. So a lot of people were like, oh, these people are like scum. How can they do this? Um, what you know? What are they doing? They're ruining the magic. Disney need to be stopping this. Yeah. And I think the opposite argument to that is: well, Disney's selling merchandise, so why do they care? Mm-hmm. And two, and no one actually said no to this. If you lived in Florida and selling stuff on eBay, granted, a lot of it will be limited edition. Mm-hmm. If you could live comfortably on doing that, and it would buy your annual pass. Yeah. Would you do it? And I think that there's very few people that would say no. Yeah, exactly. I think, and then the thing is, I kind of, I kind of get it. Like, I don't really like it when they go and people just buy out all of the limited edition stuff. I don't either. And I think it does annoy me because I, I, I had a great example where I was there for Star Wars 
day, you know, May the 4th, a few years ago. Yeah. And there was a family in front of us. We queued for like three hours to get these limited edition T-shirts and pins. And the family in front of us were like, oh, all these people buying limited edition. They're just going to sell it on eBay. And then there was a family of four and they each gave so two kids and they gave their kids money and they each got two of all of the pins and T-shirts. <laughs> yeah to sell on eBay and the whole way through they were complaining about those types of people because yeah. they didn't think they'd be able to get them themselves. Yeah, exactly. Isn't it? That's the thing. That's the thing. It's always the way, isn't it? And yeah, I like, I don't really, at the same time you think, well, so, okay, some people might want to buy it if they don't live there, if they don't live near Florida and things like that, that they, but they visit regularly. Like us say, yeah. we visit like once a year. Um, you know, we don't go there regularly because we don't live there. Um, but you might want to buy the stuff. If something comes out, you might want to say, oh, I'd look quite like, well like that. And now you can buy it on eBay because somebody's listed on eBay. Mm-hmm. I think it's difficult because it is kind of good in that perspective. But at the same time, if you're there, but all the merchandise is sold out because people have bought it for eBay and they're selling it at extortionate prices, that's not good. No, and that's what... It's a difficult me. balancing act, isn't it? It is. If I want to... If I'm there in the parks and a limited edition merchandise is sold out because... It's yeah. all just been grabbed by um, eBay sellers. I think that's what annoys me. Yeah. But the opposite side is if it's generic merchandise that doesn't have mm. a, a limited release, then, you know, let them make some income. I don't, it doesn't really bother yeah. me. I mean, that's the thing, isn't it? That, yeah, the, these things that they're not limited. Disney have, Disney, as you said, Disney have said that it's not limited. Like, frankly, I don't care. Yeah. If, if, the, if, that, that, if that couple want to walk out with six bags full of Disney plushes that they've paid for, I don't care. Like they can sell it on eBay, and if you, if people are willing to buy it, fair enough. I'm not I'm not paying 140 dollars for a for a plush. For a 30 dollar plush. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's on you know that's on the people buying it. Really, they're 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 feeding the the demand. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it doesn't really bother me. Um. I saw I saw some tweets sort of implying that these people are racist because they're doing it, which well, I don't think. Which I don't if, think is true. If Disney announced that um, Pirates of the Caribbean was closing and beginning yeah. a re-theme, they would be there instead. Exactly. These people aren't buying it because the ride is closing and, they like, and, and they're buying it because they want to keep the you know, original theme of the ride sort of thing. They're buying it just to make money. Yes, exactly. You know, they, 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 as you say, they couldn't care less why it's closing or, or what it was that closing. They're, just, no, they're buying no. it because it's been announced. No, no and, the one thing that I think Disney should do and you know, bearing in mind that there's a lot of people from the UK and Europe and everywhere else that cannot go to Disney world mm-hmm. shop at Disney here in the UK is terrible, especially yeah. for theme park merchandise because all we seem to get is like knockoff, terrible Disneyland Paris merch. Mm. And I'm not that interested in Disneyland Paris merchandise. It's never been great of all the years I've been visiting. Yeah. Agreed. All, to be honest. Whereas what I am interested in is buying, new Walt Disney World merchandise that comes out and there's currently no way for me to do that other than buy from someone on eBay who has jacked up the price by $30. doesn't matter what it is. If they bought a t-shirt and I want to buy that t-shirt, then they're going to be paying at least $30 plus plus shipping from the US to the UK. Now, if I was Disney, what I would be doing is creating a category in Shop Disney for Walt Disney World and Mm -hmm. I would be giving the UK team access to some of the, the merchandise. It would sell out. It would do very well. And I cannot believe Disney is still not making money on that. 
Yeah, it is quite strange, like especially considering obviously when the parks were closed, they had all this merchandise in the shops. Yeah. Not being sold because, you know, nobody's there to buy it. Well, shop um, Disney in the US is very good because it does have all Disney World merchandise. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I completely agree. It's like it's like when you were saying, obviously, recently when you had Piper, um, you know, the Disney store, particularly for the baby stuff, is really bad. Like the offer that the, the the offering that they have on the UK Disney store is terrible compared to the likes of the US Disney store, yeah. um, which doesn't just make just doesn't really make any sense because they have a huge audience over here and they do. in Europe That's... and Europe as a whole and everything like that, isn't it? Um, you think, why haven't they really captured that? I know it's crazy. You know, you wouldn't think it would really cost them anything to list them on the website, even if even if you had to pay more shipping because they came from the US. Well, or just send a batch over to the UK warehouses. Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't think it would cost a lot of money, would you? No, uh, and no, you would think they would, that they would sell them. It is very odd. Um, so yeah, a bit of a, of a ranty episode this week, but um, I hope you <laughs> so many different topics. Yeah, lots of different topics there, but I hope you've enjoyed. Uh, we will be back next week for another show. Please do leave us a review on your podcast app of choice, and we will see you again next week. Ah, there you are. And just in time, there's a little matter I forgot to mention. Beware of hitchhiking ghosts. They have selected you to fill our quota, and they'll haunt you until you return. <laughs>